So welcome, dear listener, to yet another episode of Conversations That Really Matter. It is our hope that these conversations will raise awareness or even generate solution to a variety of issues that affect our humanity. Today's episode focuses on the issue of refugees and homelessness. And folks, let us agree that this is one of the things that is taken so much for granted. Because maybe we wake up to very nice homes, we sleep in comfort, and we forget that there are people sleeping in the streets, so many other people in refugee camps. And this issue perhaps come up only like here in the country, of course, when we start talking about election, then we know sometimes post-election violence may uh, lead to fights and displacement of the citizens and, and hence some, we can say, become refugees in their own country. For this episode, we are joined by a very special guest and I ask him to introduce himself. Welcome and please tell us who you are and what you do. So thank you very much, Henry, for inviting me to this podcast. My name is Father Eric Owar. I work in the refugee camp with the Salations of Don Bosco. At the refugee camp, we concentrate on training, technical training, and promoting livelihood for the refugees. Maybe uh, for the Eric, just for the interest of the, the listener, uh, of course we know in this country we have Kakuma refugee camp, we have Gadab refugee camp. Which specifically do you work in? Which camp? So it is true, as you have said, we have got Gadab refugee camp and Kakuma refugee camp. I specifically work in Kakuma refugee camp. Aramtud is the biggest, it is it? It is the biggest camp we have so far in Kenya and it is uh-huh. located in Turkana County. That is in Lodwa. <laughs> which is which? Is it Lodwa which is in Turkana? <laughs> Turkana? Is no, Turkana is the county, wow. Lodwa is the capital of the county. All right, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, Kakuma Refugee Camp, they, it covers an area of 40 square kilometers. And it is the home to refugees from nine nationalities. Approximately, as we speak, the population of the refugees in the camp right now is approximately 250,000 to 300,000. Wow. Um, if I may ask, how long have you been into this service? Okay. At Kakuma, I've been there now for a period of two and a half years. But there before, I had been in the camp, but for a brief stint. But currently, I've stayed now for two and a half years. You must be having a wealth of experience. Who is a refugee? What do we mean when we talk about a refugee? You don't have to be so formal, but at least from your own personal experience. Mm. Actually, that's an excellent question. And it is always good to understand who a refugee is. Now, a refugee is somebody who has been forced to flee his or her country because of persecution, war, or violence. Okay. A refugee has founded fear of persecution for reasons of race, 
religion, nationality, political opinion or membership in a particular social group. Basically, I can say this is a, a brief explanation of who a refugee is. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm just interested to know. Okay, luckily I've, I've had a chance to serve in the refugee camp for approximately two months. Yeah. And somehow I have interacted with the refugees and I, I have seen what it means to be a refugee. But since you have had a longer stay there, maybe for the interest of the listener, would you mind to highlight some, some, some few challenges that you see, uh, you know, are attached to that status of being a refugee? What are some of the challenges that a refugee goes through? So, <laughs> really this is a question that can be approached in so many angles. But one of the first angle is, one of the first points is that these people, it is a question of their dignity to be in a foreign land and maybe to be, to have that, to lose the, the dignity of being a homeless person. So that is the first point. Secondly, these people are always they are they are faced traumatic situations there are people who really need a lot of healing emotionally psychologically and some even physically if they are victims of brutality in their own countries yeah. thirdly their life the status of being a refugee has interrupted their plans it has interrupted the family unit the social units in which mm. they belong to so, definitely yeah so that one has has really causes a lot of disturbance mm. and fourth point is that as a refugee you are restricted in mm. the activities you can do first of all your movement is restricted that's why you are settled in a camp you cannot look for employment opportunities outside the camp because you'll end up needing a working permit you'll end up needing a movement permit you'll end up mm. needing a visa so this is something their life is basically this restricted Mm. And fifth, I can say is that there is a narrative which says that uh, sometimes your years in the refugee camp can be wasted, especially if you do not lay something concrete, mm. your hands on something concrete to do. Maybe whether if you are not going to school, if you are not working, then those can be wasted years while you are in the camp. Thank you. Now, talking about the challenges, um, perhaps even more interested with the challenges that, for example, the girl child face, mm -hmm. or even, you know, children, mm -hmm. yeah? Do, could you be having some specific challenges that this kind of group uh, face in the, in, the, in the camp? Okay, it is true. When we speak about the girl child, first of all, we, we have got cultural challenges. And some of these cultural challenges are already coming from their countries of origin and sometimes you see we are put to the challenge of early marriage amongst mm -hmm. the girls and sometimes girls are also victims of gender-based violence mm -hmm. and uh, also we see sometimes girls their participation in education and especially also in other employment activities is limited Mostly they end up becoming mothers and they are confined to the home. And uh, 
basically these are some of the few challenges mm-hmm. that are not as per now, but generally there are many challenges that the girls and the children face. Wow. Now you you said one of the reasons why somebody has to find himself or herself a refugee it is because of the political situation mm-hmm. in their country. Right? Now, what in your opinion do you think could be a remedy for the situations of of, of refugees? What can we do to prevent uh this menace and I want to call it menace because as you described and with my literal knowledge uh, these people go through a lot of a lot of uh, struggles and difficulties what can we do to prevent this fabric okay the, if you take the area of political instability this one is something which is maybe i don't know whether to say it's largely not in their hands because when there is political instability in any country then it is most likely that people can end up becoming refugees especially in the event of maybe uh, some violence escalating in the country for this particular case of political instability i think it is all about leadership if leaders in those particular countries can come to a consensus can sign peace agreements then they will create a safe environment where their citizens can stay but so long as their citizens feel insecure then really the place the environment becomes hostile for them and that is why they end up becoming refugees so this one is just a matter of peace that is the solution i can suggest of course we have some countries which are lucky enough not to have had uh, you know political instabilities and and fights and everything what would you tell those countries <laughs> and let me maybe be quite specific is a country kenya is going to the poll in the next few months and you see now already the political temperatures are so high you know and this moment is always characterized with tensions of you know in a possible a sort of uh, fight or violence what would with the experience you have what would you tell kenyans who do not know the cost of political instability okay so for a country like kenya i will say that political instability really causes a lot of harm to the lives of innocent people as i told you it disrupts the lives of the citizens it disrupts the social unit of the family it disrupts all business activities and i will say that it it is a situation that nobody will want to find himself or herself in so for these countries like kenya we are normally told that for a wise person learns from the mistakes of other people now we have seen what has happened to our neighbors we are hosting their citizens in our own country hmm. we should learn from the mistakes of other nations and avoid them that is wisdom so kama vile waswahili wanasemanga tusicheze na moto Wow, thank you so much. A very informative discussion right there. Thank you dear listener for being with us. See you in the next episode of Conversation That Matter. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.